Oh yeah, welcome to Cross the Line, 1524. It's that time. What time, you say? It's time for odds and ends and bits and pieces. You're scratching your head. What's that? Ah, that's just a recap of a previous couple podcasts. Your comments, your thoughts, and our thoughts after we've listened to it a few times. So sit down, grab a cold one, or mix a cocktail, relax, and give us a listen here at Cross the Line, 1524. Oh, yeah. Well, welcome once again to Cross the Line, 1524. I'm Alan Stanger with... Dwayne Bischoff. Jeff Montag. And Ruben Hunt. Oh, we're sitting around here. Just had some good food. That was one of our podcasts a couple weeks ago, Food. This week we brought our own, though. We could have that every week. So, so uh, I, we decided to do a little thing called Odds and Ends and Bits and Pieces to talk about our past couple podcasts. Actually, we've got nine of them up that we've done. We've been doing this that long. Um, so, we've had a lot of great comments from listeners. Um, and actually, we've got listeners now in 30 states plus Canada and Italy. Wow. So, um, awesome. That's a pretty pretty uh, cool things going on there. So that's our we got our mafia tie. That's right? a mafia tie. Right. So what it is? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So Canada's got a mafia. The family, the family, <laughs> the family. So a couple other things pretty cool that's happened is we're now on Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, and Spotify. Uh, so that makes it a lot easier for people to uh, get a hold of us. You just usually hit a link on your phone and bam, you're there. So. I'm guilty, and I'm the one that has that the podcast uh, app for our podcast. But I still go to Google now or Apple Podcasts. It's just simple, one click, and you're there. So, yep. Some so, of us don't get the Apple. <clears throat> yeah, you know. Here we go again. That's going to be one of our future podcasts. We're talking about uh, Apple phones versus Androids. So. He just found emojis, man. Come on, give easy, him a break. easy. <laughs> I found my thumbs up. So a, a couple of things before we get started on this, so you guys know, we usually try to record two to three episodes when we get together at night. Uh, the idea was we do that and then wouldn't get together for a couple of weeks and and, it, and and then record a couple more. But what's happened is we do that that we still get together and do stuff. So <laughs> it's uh it's been a fun time. Um, so a couple of other things here I want to bring up and ask these guys. Um, so when we did our Oak Island, uh, one and two. Um, when we uploaded number two, actually, uh, one of our listeners, Tony, you notice we're not using last names anymore. Okay. okay. I'm trying to protect the innocent or the guilty. He actually stopped in while we were uh, uploading that and listened to it here. So that was pretty cool. Yes. Uh, he's a big fan of Oak Island as well. Uh, in that podcast, we talked about Samuel Ball and Charles Barkhouse. Um so, you know, I'm big into really checking things out. So, when we were in Oak Island, Charles Barkhouse told us that his aunt lived on the island. So, I was interested in Samuel Ball. So, I ended up finding Samuel Ball's will, a copy of it online. Really? So, he passed away in 1845. And here's his will. Will of Samuel Ball, Oak Island, Book 1, page 37, dated October 1st, 1841, probated 
the 5th of January, 1846, witnessed by John Barkhouse Sr. Really? James Brewer, George Ketty, and John's Wicker. But think about that. Witnessed by John Barkhouse. Which obviously is related to Charles Barkhouse. He might be related to Charles Barkhouse. Right. Which thickens that plot. Yes, it even does. More. Well, next time we see Charles, we're just going to have to ask him. We're going to have to ask him. So I just find that very interesting. So what do you think, Luke? Well, I can tell you that uh, that raised my eyebrows on that. Now that seeing that and then knowing how connected that Charles Barkhouse is and then that very conversation that we had on the dam that day uh, on the island up there, that just sort of highlights that even more. Uh, he, and he said he had been a, a connected locally for many years. I didn't realize it was that many years. Yeah, but. so I, I, Barkhouse is a common name okay. in uh, Nova Scotia. I did some little research there, but for there be somebody by the name of Barkhouse on Oak Island, friends of... Samuel Ball witnessed his his last will and testament that just makes you think there's more going on there than meets the eye. Things that make you go, hmm. hmm. Well, you don't know how deep this goes until you start digging into things like this. And then this could be, I mean, we haven't heard about this, right? No. I've been watching it for seven episodes or seven, seven years, uh, years yeah. now. And then we're sitting here looking at this. And that's a, if it if it does happen, that's a, that's a direct connection if it's a possible. A possibility that did happen, but that goes back to the so that leads that Charles could be connected as far as the lights to the very first happening. Yes, yeah, so I checked, I did some more research, and it appears that Charles's grandmother for sure lived on the island. I, I followed some more stuff, okay. so he only told us that his aunt did, right? But it appears that for sure that his grandmother did, and I'm guessing this would be his great grandfather here. That's interesting. So it just uh, makes you makes you scratch your head a little bit. What do you think, Jeff? Well, I think you know if if I recall, I knew that the Barkhouse family went back really to the founding of Nova Scotia, as far as from the from from the people that right. were the founders of that area, and and uh, so I knew his family and ancestors had been there for a long, long time. Certainly not to these kind of ties, but. With regard to Oak Island. So, one other comment from a listener uh, that listened to our Oak Island uh, podcast where she was upset that is that we didn't have anybody from the Curse of Oak Island on our show. So, we certainly hope to next time. Uh, yes. Uh, actually, our plan was to, um, I had struck up a pretty good conversation with Tony Sampson, the diver, and we were going to try to do a podcast while we were up there with him. Um that fell through obviously because we're not going there now and nobody can go there in fact today they closed the island permanently for any visitors whatsoever you can't even go to the uh, interpretation center so oh, it's closed you know and it, they just did it today it's closed till the next year so they are however on the island working that started i saw week. where there were vehicles and equipment crossing the dam uh this past week on the news channel they were talking about that so yeah, lots of equipment. Certainly, any of them are invited any time, and we'll, absolutely yeah, we'll, throw the invitation. Well, I mean, well the invitation out there. Here's the thing, too. I mean, there's a possibility we can get, once the phone lines are set up and we have the ability to call in, we could possibly do some, you know, some call-ins on that. 
like to know about some fans. Maybe some fans would be interested in that part of the show. So we'll get off Oak Island a little bit, talk about a couple of our other things. So I've had a lot of local people, local listeners, comment on the light. Uh, so the first question they ask is, did they really not know you were recording? And no, they did not know they were recording. In fact, <laughs> I, had, I did I not no know. Clue. I had no clue. In fact, no clue. part two of the light, uh, we're going to re-record because I got up to 23 beeps in edits. and That's because the alcohol had been flowing yeah. pretty good by that point. <laughs> so, I yes. said, well, that's got to get re-recorded. So we're, we're actually going to do that later tonight. So that'll be upcoming. So was there any particular questions about the light? Uh, everybody that, that had commented on it, had been there before oh, knew about okay. it um, and then one of the listeners was telling his kids about it so okay it's pretty cool so the light continues then. the light continues um so we're going to be having some special guests so uh, the owner of uh, crazy dogs is going to be on here uh an up- upcoming episode talking about what he's done there and how he's changed crazy dogs he used to be the old shack and then we're going to have the owner of top sale hemp um, friend of ours who is actually in the hemp business. So, and don't get the wrong idea. It's not illegal hemp. It's the legal stuff. So, that's some of the things coming up. So, and then later in July, we're going to be on the road. Yes, Woo-hoo. I can't wait. I think yes. we're all ready to do that. <laughs> going to do the the podcast in the Smoky Mountains. Because yeah, yeah because uh, our trip to Nova Scotia got canceled. Nova, that's right. So, we're all looking forward to that. And I don't know if anybody's going to sneak in or not. You never know. You just don't know. You never know who might show up. <laughs> you never know. Because the last person that tried to sneak in, it didn't work out. Yeah, the Nova Scotia trip, man. <laughs> yeah. You guys think you were disappointed? Yeah, not nearly as disappointed as Robin and I. So if you listen to the whole Oak Island thing, we talked about uh, you know, some of us are going to Oak Island this year, and Jeff and his wife were not. They had other plans. Well, their other plans were they were coming to Oak Island, not telling us about it. And had rented the room above our house. So it would have been quite the surprise. Uh, unfortunately, it didn't work out. So uh, we know they're in our cabin in the Smoky Mountains because they've got one of the rooms. So. Yeah, but we're close enough to Smoky Mountains. Anybody could show up. That's sort of sure, scary. Right? Yes. Yeah, we... Let's make sure we're not don't put out an address here. Yeah, no, no, we we're in no address. in the Smoky Mountains. That's it. Just in the Smoky Mountains. You can Mountains. always message us and we'll answer some questions while we're down there. But yes, uh, sir. And what weekend is that, Alan? Let's let everybody know. It's in weekend. July. In July. It's in July. July. Okay. In July. <laughs> it's the same week we were going to Oak Island. Okay. So, uh, suggestions for our topics. So, one of the topics we're recording tonight is actually a topic that a listener in Georgia suggested. And the topic's going to be, um, how do we ever survive growing up? Talking about how things have changed growing oh, up now versus then. So, we're... That's that's we're looking forward to talking about that because we got a lot to talk about. There, wondered, for sure. wondered that a lot. Do yeah. we have a Do we have a first name? Ann. Ann. Yes. Okay. Ann, Ann and George. So for Ann, we'll be just we'll be discussing uh, what it's like, huh? Okay, yeah, great. You know, it's it is amazing we made it through. You know, I, I, <laughs> you I, I, ain't kidding. Thank God there's no photo evidence. <laughs> I, I got I got one word for you, jarts. Yeah, I was just thinking that myself. <laughs> Think and we never that. played correctly, right? No, no. No, you threw them as high as you could to get points. You got more points the higher they went. <laughs> well, so it's all good, though. You, you can't 
You can't go wrong. So, the best part was our parents bought them. Oh, we'll save that for later. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I would like to ask all you you four guys, or three guys, I'll go around the table here. What was your favorite episode we've done so far and why? Let's start with you, Ruben. Um, I would have to say the... I think the favorite episode for me was the COVID experience. And the reason why is because I've had a lot of people talk to me about that, uh, mainly from people in where I work in Kentucky. Uh, a lot of people in that area have watched, listened to the download, and they have not experienced what we experienced. And at that point, I think we we really connected with a group of people of understanding what the reality of, of a true sickness is and how it affected us. Um, but I would say out of the eight, I like them all, but I think that one I felt really hit home for a lot of people and helped them understand how bad the situation was we were at, where it wasn't, where they were at. Um, but that would be it for me. So speaking of that, yep. so you know, I look almost every day on the downloads. There are still people, new listeners, downloading the pandemic. I mean, it's still right. And quite honestly, you know, today in or yesterday in Florida, they had sixty-seven hundred new cases of COVID nineteen. They just shut all the bars down. Right. Uh, you can't go in and congregate in a bar and get a drink. So it is still, uh, it's, it's still out there. As Jeff would say, the beast is still there. Yeah, it's just waiting. Again, it's just waiting for us to make the mistakes. And at the same time, as indicated on that show, having lost a family member, the other part of it is 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 we got to we got to move on. We got to get past it. Right. And um, so, yeah, that was for me. That was probably, I mean, because it was personal to us, because we knew people um, that were you know that died and were extremely sick like alan and uh, we were praying for every day yes and uh so that was extremely personal and then probably my my other favorite show really was probably the music one and even though i didn't have a lot of input in that because i'm not you know other than i'm a listener i'm not a musician um you know or anything like that but you know you got a couple of you guys here that have music in your background and uh you know i, I really kind of enjoyed that one probably the most good Dwayne I'm I'm with Ruben I, the 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 COVID one was probably the deepest one too we've done I mean it was the most serious um, the other ones have been fun I mean and and the other ones I, I like the TV show one we did probably as the next one but the COVID one was because it was personal and I learned stuff about you guys that even though we bull crap and talk and we're together a lot I didn't you don't everything and i think things came out that night that was just kind of flowing and everybody was you know uh, revealing so i think it was just it was just very educational for all of us agree along with our listeners well we had been apart for two months right that's true yeah um so i mean i I don't think you know jeff and ruben knew more about my situation and i knew more about jeff's family situation and you were kind of on the outside looking in because we hadn't gotten together. I mean, we shared text back and right. forth, but uh, that was definitely. I, I think that's um, like Ruben said. It's it's it affected more people as well. Our listeners that uh, had a chance to not personally experience it, but hear our experiences. Yeah, I, I think it was raw for us for a couple reasons. One was the losses we knew of and the and the what was going on and also the fact that we went, had been together in so long right you know we would we had been look we were looking forward to that first podcast before all this stuff started Months and before. it got canceled because right. of it 
And then when we came back, I mean, it it was pretty raw. Right. And really, that was, I'll I'll be honest, that was the first night that I really was able to uh, stay. (laughs) Sounds bad, but stay up long. And, you know, it was... um, it was hard to talk about sometimes, but um, I think it was something that we needed to get out, and then was good for people to listen to as well. I think, and, and you know, cheesy or whatever you want to call it, but I thought it was healing to me. I, I thought it I was, was sick of this. it was healing yeah. to me, and not yeah. only I, I mean, I remember that night one. It was our first major podcast, right? It was our very first real podcast. First one was more like an introduction, but I, I seen in my, if I can, I think I saw Dwayne like really really dig into that and go that and you mentioned it that you learned stuff about us and about you too that you weren't even aware that we were that close to touch to right right because you never you didn't know any of those people right uh, that right and, and so you saw how we feel about it but you know and i've known jeff all you know basically all my life and and it's just the way that impacted people i had a a, a, man, a man i work with he come up to me and said listen Listen to all your listen to your, uh, your podcast, and he said I listened to this COVID one. He goes, there are so many people that just are do not connect, and he said, and that was such a connecting. And he's his original home is Syracuse, New York, and lives in uh, Kentucky also. And he said that that he couldn't even relate to that conversation. He went back and listened to it again, and uh, and then they let his wife listen to it because it was that educational for him. So, yeah, I mean it was, and it and like. Dwayne said it, it was eye-opening even for us it was a chance to to get our it was our I mean, just to we, let it out let it out right so and uh, i i think a lot of the listeners have, have picked up on that as well so, right and we thank all our listeners out there so before we wrap this up a couple other quick things so and in, in our oh i think it was in our opening uh intro podcast you had mentioned just in a little blurb the moon landing. I don't know if you remember that. Yes. yes. <laughs> so we had a comment from a listener. Okay. Little Chief, that's his stage name, so to speak. Right. He says, the moon landing is total BS. Right. So <laughs> I can guarantee you, on one of our upcoming podcasts, we're going to talk the moon landing. I, I think it's great. Uh, moon landing, somewhat conspiracy. We'll try to stick to one subject on something like that, I think. Right. But uh, yeah, I think that'll be fun. Uh and I have different views about that. I saw that. I saw that comment on the on the. Yeah. Today. He actually put that on Podbeam. Didn't put it he? on yeah. Podbeam. So, yeah. you know, it's even even uh, a little more. Uh, they just released 4K they, 4K photos of the moon now, which actually shows the footprints, the flag, everything that's They're all left fake. there. It's all fake. They're all fake. Yeah. So they digitally enhanced it. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> So, I had to say that, right? <laughs> so, yeah, it, it, we'll, we'll do that as a podcast for sure. That's great. Um, anyway, I mean, mo- most of all, we want to thank all our listeners out there. Uh, you, you're the ones that have uh, kept us going. And uh, if you have any suggestions for podcasts, hit us up on Facebook. You message us or, or leave a posting there, and uh, we'll certainly get your uh, suggested a topic in so that's all i've got it's just a little odds and ends bits and pieces and we'll do this again in about two months and talk about those podcasts and any new friends we've met um so that's about all i got i'm alan stanger reuben hunt jeff montag Dwayne bischoff and you've been listening to cross the line 1524 Uh, You know 
what, there's nothing like that sound of cranking up your UTV. Giving it a gas a few times, heading off of the trails out in the woods. Or maybe meeting up with some buddies and doing some back roads riding. What? You don't have a UTV? Uh, we've got the fix for you then. You need to head on out to St. Leon, Indiana. Who's your foreign auto sales and more? And check out their line of 2020 Heisen UTVs and ATVs. Heisen, you say? Never heard of it? Well, let me tell you. They've been making UTVs for everybody else for years. Now they've got their own name stamped on them. And they're assembled right here in the USA. But don't just take my word for it. I've got a Heisen. Listen to my buddy, Ruben, talk about my Heisen versus his UTV. You make your own decision. We've made ours. Well, Ruben, you know, that sounds a little uh, like, you know, a little one-sided conversation getting ready to happen here. But um, talk about it a little bit. I, I bought a, uh, a Heisen Sector 1000 from uh, Hoosier uh, Auto Sales and More out there in St. Leon. Um, and I love it. Uh, and I know you had a UTV and we put the two together and... What's your opinion? Well, I'll tell you what, Alan. You know, uh, you bought a 1000, right? Yes. I have a major brand, 570, uh, four-seater. Uh, although I do like it, it's good quality. It's, uh, but in comparison to 1000, based on price, options, everything about it, the, the, the build of it is dramatically different, I, especially the price. Uh, and honestly, I, I paid like sixteen two for mine, $16,200 for mine. It had no options. It did not. It did not have a windshield. It did not have a rooftop. I had to pay for that to be put on prior. And if you buy anything from a uh, a, a major competitor like that, and you buy their parts, they're very expensive. But your Heisen came with windshield, side mirrors, front headlights, back tail lights, front end uh, bumper winch, uh, tilt bed. Is that hydraulic? Uh, it is hydraulic. Hydraulic. Mine does not have a hydraulic tilt bed on it. Yeah. Um, I have four seats. You get four seats with high backs on them. And uh, yours is a wider stance. Yours is about eight inches wider on the stance. And uh, the whole suspension setup on yours is greater than mine. And, uh, and you paid less uh, than I yes, paid I for mine. I did. Uh, you know, the other thing, I have hard doors on mine. You you have nets, if I That's right. I it. have nets. And they are a pain. Yeah. So uh, what, what I do know is I love my UTV. I, I bought it uh, to... You know, to work at the Sugar Shack, uh, doing the maple syrup and stuff, and it's it saved me hours and hours of even if I was using my tractor and stuff, I couldn't do what I do with the Heisen. Uh, you know, I put a 300 gallon tank in the back of that thing and fill it about half full of sap, right? Uh, which is uh, in a probably a little overweight, but that thing has no problem with it. So it's got power assisted steering. You know, it's four-wheel drive, and it's a push of a button for four-wheel drive or to lock your differentials in front or, or rear. It's just, it's a great machine. So, uh, it, 
you know, it's, it's when you compare them to other manufacturers, uh, there's there's no comparison as, with price and options. Most of the options you have to buy from other places are standard on the high side. Uh, yeah, and I can tell you, uh, I have been battling with myself about trading mine in for a new Hyson, uh, one for because I want the 1000 uh, and the four-seater. Um, but I can tell you, I, I like the one I got, but if you go back and compare dollar for dollar, horsepower for horsepower, and options, what it has, the Hyson trumps it big time. And if, if I had to go back and buy again, I can tell you, I would be buying a Hyson. I would not be buying what I bought. Yeah, so, you know... If it's time for you to buy UTV, uh, I tell you, he's got some great things out there. He has electric UTVs out there. Yes. He also has an electric UTV that is, uh, he's going to put a regular license plate on and drive down the road. That's awesome. Uh, it's pretty slick. So it's Hoosier Auto Sales and more. They're located in St. Lee in Indiana. Their phone number is 812-576-2181. Or if you want to test drive one on the road or on the trail, give me a shout. There you and go. then we'll head you the right way. We can let you compare. That's right. Heisen UTVs sold at Hoosier Auto Sales and more. A proud sponsor of Cross the Line 1524.